This is an ABC podcast. It's time to get out and about in the garden with Rowanna and Sabrina here on ABC Radio Perth and WA. Five past nine. Hello to you, Rowanna, with you. Sabrina, by my side. Welcome to our regional listeners joining us for the first time in our ABC Perth listeners. We have had some fun this morning and it's going to continue for the next 55 minutes. How are you, Sabby? I'm very... Oh, I probably should turn Turn myself on there. Uh, I'm extremely well, uh, but people were very excited about your little um, where have you been on holiday to watch some sporting event. Yeah, yeah. On our, for our ABC Perth listeners, we mm. took a little bit of an adventure on, talked about overseas, or well, it wasn't specifically about overseas travel, but travel yeah. when we've travelled for sporting reasons to yep. go and watch our favourite team play. You ever yep. done that? <laughs> no. Oh. Never. I have never gone anywhere in the world to watch a sporting event, but accidentally ended up <laughs> in a pub in New York. Right. During their football finals. What do they call it? Gridiron. Yeah, NFL. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so it was the big final game. Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. Um, and do you know what struck me was that people were very calm and controlled and there was no shouting, screaming, yelling and whoop, whooping oh. and punching were you the air. And, yeah, well, I thought, well, come on, guys. Was there a New York team? I'm no, probably stretching no, you now, but no, there wasn't no, any No, because I said yeah. to someone, I don't usually neutrals. get more excited at a finals game. And they said, oh, we're not in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But I did on the weekend. Oh, I went to a wedding on Tuesday afternoon, which was Tuesday. lovely on a Tuesday afternoon. Uh, congratulations, Siobhan and John. Mm. And um, I didn't know a soul apart from the bride. Oh. And speaking of sport, I did get to meet a lovely couple that um, they they rear racehorses, ah. which is a sport, isn't yes, it? Correct. That's under sport, doesn't yes. it? Come under sport, it does. yes. Um, and I think it was one of the most entertaining evenings I've met, and I learnt so much about horse semen. <laughs> Uh, and I didn't know that you could trade in horse semen all around the world. You can buy it just oh. online. On the- How amazing is that, Ro? Incredible, Sab. If I was less nervous and more relaxed, <laughs> I would ask for some of your insights. But I saw some videos, but I won't go into those. Um, but it's a big thing. But I suppose we do it with cattle, don't we? We do it with yes. bulls and well, designer dogs. Designer and dogs, All yep. sorts of things. Yeah, so why not a horse, I'd say. <laughs> we do it with pollen. Oh, we do too. Yeah. Ah, yes, yes. See, we I, need microscopes. I can get us back to gardening somehow. Microscopes for that, though. <laughs> you don't need that for your horse, I don't think. <laughs> no, you don't. Now sit down and behave yourself. Horse manure is very good, though. Good for the garden. Yes. Good yep. for the garden. Good point. Mm. All right. Phones are starting to ring. 1300 Hopefully... I want to talk about gardens and oh, other yes. stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not uh, horses. No. Um, hand update before we... Ah, oh, marvellous. Uh, no change from last week. <laughs> oh, no, I had my stitches out. It's looking beautiful. Okay. Still bent a bit, but looking beautiful. Yes. So it's only a matter of weeks now and... Why have you now got a Band-Aid on your thumb? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a secretaire accident because it's hard... <laughs> 
It's hard. I've been warned not to go out in the garden, but I couldn't help myself yesterday. So I was taking some cuttings. With your right hand? With Left yeah. hand is the left damaged hand, one. Yeah. Left hand now has the Band-Aid on the thumb. Yeah. You put your hand too close to the secateurs to hold. Yeah. yeah. I was holding the bit that I was going to prune and just went. For those of you who weren't with us last week, Sab really only has movement in her thumb and forefinger mm. on her left hand. They're the only mm. one free from her little brace that mm. she's she can wiggle around. You've made her to mm. wiggle it into the wrong spot and slip <laughs> it with the secateurs. So now I've just got the one finger. <laughs> <laughs> just left perfectly to pick your nose. Exactamonday. <laughs> oh, dear. Dear, oh, dear. If you've got a gardening question or something to talk about, 1300 you can also send a text through 0437 to 720. Let's get things underway with Daniel, who's given us a call from Perth. Hey, Daniel. Hey, guys. Um, hope you're well. We are. We're fabulous here, Daniel. The rain's come. Uh, I yes. thought we'd get a lot more, but I'm hoping we'll get some more. Today. A little bit more today. Yeah. A lull Sunday and Monday, mm, and then, then more. some more. Oh, it's exciting. <laughs> How can we um, help, I Daniel? I through on Tuesday and you helped me out with my uh, question about uh, laying a new lawn. Great. Um, this is a follow-on question <laughs> to the same front yard. I'm yeah, thinking. yeah. Um, so I want to plant some natives into the verge. I've already done so, but closer to a brick uh, wall fence I've got. Okay. Small native trees. Yeah. I'm looking to get something that is not going to be too uh, too bushy and also the roots aren't going to be too invasive. Okie dokie. Yeah. Beautiful. Giant palm tree, and oh my god, the roots have. Oh, they are horrendous, Daniel. (laughs) The worst. The worst. That's a good two cartons of beer worth that job. Um, Okay, so lovely small native trees. You've got Eucalyptus prisiana, which has beautiful yellow flowers, and it's lovely. It's only a small tree. Daniel. Then there is um, Eucalyptus youngiana, which has big nuts uh, and lovely red flowers. There is Eucalyptus focunda, F-O-E-C-U-N-D-A. There's uh, Eucalyptus, um, the dwarf sugar gum, that's got a lovely little dome canopy on it with shiny green leaves. There we go. So I'd, I'd, any of those. All right. We'll leave that list yeah. with Daniel. Yeah. Yep. All right. Write those down, Good Daniel. Good luck with Daniel. Daniel's one of those clever ones that if you've got a gardening project, you have the opportunity to catch Sab on Tuesday yeah. to get, to set you up mm. um, on Christine's show. And then what night are you on at midnight or something? Oh, or that's other? Monday night. Oh, so you can start on Monday night. Yeah, yeah, make yeah. a start on your garden <laughs> Tuesday. Check in with you on Christine. And then come Saturday. Uh, when You're you need all... to go back to get more plants. Got the whole garden sorted. You've got Sab. She can yep. actually help you through your whole project each week. Marvellous. No, no, no cost to you. Um, let's go to Ilian. is it, in Byford? Yeah, it's Eileen. 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 Sorry, Eileen. Yeah. No, that's all right. I've been called a lot worse. So. <laughs> you and I both. <laughs> what can we do for um, you, Eileen? Well, I've got a jacaranda that um, I think I grew it from seed mm-hmm. and I was going to give it to my son. It's two metres tall now in a pot. Great. Is that all right to put in his garden now? Absolutely, Eileen. It's the perfect Brilliant. time to put it in. Brilliant. And so. the other one, I've got a golden shower as well in a pot. Yeah. Which 
over a couple of years, it's like lost its leaves, come back, lost its leaves, come back. Anyway, yeah. now that one's going like crazy. Oh, I would like have loved beautiful. this summer. Yeah. Yeah. So um, is that all right to pot up as well into a bigger pot? Because I don't want to put that in the yeah, ground. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, it- Eileen. Right. Yep. Get, get a good quality potting mix and in she goes. Yep. Fantastic. Righty ho. Good on you, Eileen. Thank you. Let's go straight to Bodie, who's in Gooseberry Hill. Good morning, Bodie. Hello. Hello, Bodie. Good day. Look, um, mine's on poinsettias. I hope I'm not breaking up. Sometimes I'm not good here. No, you're all good. Um, In my estimation, a poinsettia, the old type, used to stagger around in South Perth Gardens, and they were tough old buggers. Yeah, they are. Well, what about those ones that are given as presents that have massive, beautiful, big leaves? They're in a pot. They look like a flowering plant, Mm. which they are, but they're bracts. Are they the tough old things? I've seen somebody have one on his front porch and it sort of staggers about and I don't know what to do with it. You know, what do I do with it? Well, Bodie, (laughs) you're you're right. I mean, see, the the new ones have have been... Basically designed for those yeah. large, colourful bracts. But also how they, because they come from the other side of the world, what they have to do uh-huh. to get poinsettias to look marvellous in summer, Pots. they uh-huh. no, they keep them in the dark for three months. So they put them in special hothouses where they make it like a, um, a northern winter. Okay, and then they gradually uh, bring in light so that the poinsettias, where they're normally dormant in summer, um, over here in Australia, once they give them light, they get all those lovely colourful bracts. So it takes them a a couple of years to to adapt and then you'll find that they get their bracts in winter, not in summer. So they go back to what they should be doing. So I, I, I instinctively thought, oh, this this lot have been spoiled. I can't ever maintain that bracket on it like yeah, that. That's what yeah. I, I thought they weren't the same. I knew they were the same species, but I knew something had happened to them. They're, yeah, they're, they've definitely what. been hybridised. So that so in the right. in the glass houses, they get fertilised on a fortnightly basis. They get oh pumped. Yeah. So so once yes. you bring them home and put them out in the garden, they go, ah. Oh, Oh my God! What the hell is this? Exactly. Well, I haven't dared put it out in the garden. No. Potted it on. Yeah. Well, and you've it's done the right all thing. Its red leaves. Yeah. It's dropped that, and it's got tiny little green ones, and yes. I will fertilise it. Yeah. But I was just scared of sort of things going to die. No, no, no. no. It it, it will gradually. Yeah. <laughs> It'll gradually. It will gradually adapt, and you'll get those lovely red bracts. They won't be anywhere near as big, however, Bodie. But you'll get them in winter and not at Christmas time. Good on you, Bodie. Thanks very much for giving us a call. Uh, Tracy sent a text earlier. How did Sab hurt herself? I must have missed that story. Glad she's on the mend. Ah, air. Be very, very careful of air. It's extremely dangerous. So, so much so, Sab tripped on it. Yeah, tripped on air. Um, and beware gaps in in your wooden decking because if your fingers go down in them when you trip in air... Uh, you go forward, they go back. Yep, they, you just break them all basically is what you do.
And that's what Sab did, but yep. she's on the men. Ah, I'm fabulous. <laughs> I can do things with two, well, one finger now. But, you know, it's only a matter of time and I'll be back on a shovel. <gasps> Couple of texts uh, with questions for your help, Sabrina. Yes. Hi, girls. It's John here. Can you grow plums from seed? If so, yep. how long does it take? Thank you both for a great Saturday morning. How long is a piece of string? You can, you can grow every single fruit tree from a seed. How long will it take to fruit? Depends on the parent of the seed, of the actual plum, usually around five years. Okay. So if, you, if you're 98, I wouldn't do it, but anything under 70, have a crack. Karen from Bunbury would like to know if feedlot cow manure is safe for, I think she means veggie garden. It says very garden. I don't oh, know yeah, if it's yeah, every garden veggie, or veggie garden, veggie garden. Or is it full of antibiotics? Um, I wouldn't use feedlot anything personally. Okay. I would go for free-range stuff. I know you get a lot more weeds, but um, I'm not a big fan of feedlot animal care myself. Uh, Good morning, Sabrina. Hope your hand is healing well. I'm in Goosbury Hill and wanting wanting to plant a deciduous small tree next to our house, north-facing, only two metres from the house. What would you suggest um, and that would cope with easterly winds? We already have a few Manchurian and crabapple trees. Well, they won't like the easterly winds. Um, you know what? In Gooseberry Hill, the crepe myrtles do really well. They okay. suffer for the first two or three summers. They get burnt leaves. But once they get established, they, they're, they're really hardy and they look beautiful. So you've got those. You've also got Circus, the Judas tree, and there's another Circus called Showgirl and another one called Oklahoma. So C-E-R-C-I-S. They're a lovely little tree. Lovely. Or a a pomegranate tree. Oh, yeah? You have a pomegranate tree. Mm. Feed the rats. They love them. (laughs) 18 past nine here on Roots and Shoots. You can give us a call, 1300 222 720, which is what Rob down in Rockingham has done. Hey, Rob. Hello. Good morning, girls. Morning, Rob. Yeah, um, a little bone of contention, Sabrina. Yes, yeah, a little while ago, you, you we're talking about dragon fruit. Yes. You said I, I'd need a uh, partner. Yes. Well, I've got a self-pollinating one. Oh. But I bought a second one because yes. I thought I needed one. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't. Well, you can you can never have to. Well, you never know. You'll get more <laughs> fruit. I guarantee you, Rob. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, I've got caterpillars in my plants. Well, I've got any eggplant, uh, egg, uh, fruit on at the moment, but um, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're burrow- they? burrowing holes in the eggplant, are they? Yeah. And yeah. What can I do about them? Well, there's um, they get under the calyx, so it's very tricky to uh, to control those ones. Right. So you know the the bit that the the flowers that the Yes. That holds the flower on and then the yeah. fruit grows from there. They get in yeah, underneath okay. that. But yes. you can use – there's two sprays that are bacteria-based. Right. Are Can't, we talking about the caterpillar stuff? Yes. yes. I've got some. Okay. So that's what you need. But, Rob, it's more effective if you um, actually hit the caterpillar with – well, not smack the caterpillar, but, you know, spray where the cat, where you see the caterpillars far more effective. Okay. Mm. There you go, Rob. Good luck with that. Let's go to Fee, who's in Australia now. Hey, Fee. 
Oh, hi. How are you going? Yeah, good, Fee. That's good. Um, look, the other day my hubby was helping me clean up the garden. and mm-hmm. um, Not with a chainsaw, him. I hope. Oh, <laughs> no, but he got really radical with the shears <laughs> and he... He took off, um, yeah, he took off. I have this beautiful old Chanta, uh, Chinese lantern and it's very well established. Yeah. It's quite big, but it's now, I don't Small. know, about 30, <laughs> not even 20 centimetres. <gasps> yeah, he's tacked it. So oh, he no. Come back. Oh. oh, it won't, will it? Now, which one is it? What colour is it? Uh, it's orange. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, uh, a butylon do not like being really hard pruned. Yeah. And I can tell you that because my sister did that to mine and it died. Oh, no. She also yeah. dug it up and transplanted it, though. Now, um, okay, this is what you need to do. You're going to have to try and encourage. Has it got any leaves left on it at all? Nothing. Ooh. Okay. Oh, come from bad to worse here, you two. <laughs> I, want... I had a feeling that would be the case. But I, I want you to <laughs> <laughs> go oh, and dear. get some seaweed solution. I've got that, yeah. Okay. Now, there's a, there's a very popular one that's sold everywhere. I don't want you using that one because it's very right. alkaline and you're in Australind. I want you to yes. get a different one. <laughs> Okay. I've got to be very diplomatic here. Yeah, Um, no, no, all good. And I want you to drench the soil around it every fortnight. Okay. So, Fee, that's going to be about the only thing you can do. Now, if it develops, you see some little leaves coming out, um, that's when you can give it a half-strength solution of liquid fertiliser which is very right. different to the seaweed solution, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, and do that every three weeks. That is okay. going to be your best bet of recovering it. If it does not recover, they yeah. are in the nurseries at the moment, so I would send your husband out. <laughs> it just is, it's kind of like insurance in case it doesn't come back, Fee. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, it, I mean... Bless, it came from my parents' place, so I'm oh, a bit attached to it. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Anyway, anyway, see how you go. Now, yeah, can you thanks. promise to ring us back <laughs> if it comes back to life? Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. If we, or if we see mm. some, some uh, you know, a husband that's been shot that lives in Australia, <laughs> we'll know, we'll know where know. it comes from, Fee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, no. I can't do that. He's, he's a keeper. Oh, good. Good, 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 good. Just spot it. Mine Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay, thanks so much, lady. Okay, no worries, Fee. Well, that was entertaining. Yeah, poor, poor thing. Yeah, <laughs> let's go to Roslyn now in Cloverdale. Good morning, Roslyn. Hello. Hello, Roslyn. Hello. This is this is a fairly random question, really. Yeah. <laughs> Often when I hear people talking about putting animal manure on their yeah. garden, I think, have they made sure that the source of it is not somewhere that may have just recently... Um, wormed their animals. Yes, yes, that's I, that's I a common. Horses, and I was always very careful about mm. making sure they didn't use any horse manure when it's recently when they recently been wormed, wormed. because that'll kill the stuff in your garden. Yeah, as well. yeah, that's very true, Roslyn. Um, and it's the same with when you bury dog poo if you've just wormed your dogs. 
Right. Um, just be careful where you put it. Good reminder. Thank hmm. you, Rosalind. Uh, let's go to David, who's in Osborne Park. Sab's pick of the week, just a few minutes away. David, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Yes, very well, David. That's good. Um, I went through the time-consuming and expensive process of planting a lot of syzygium. Yeah. Syzygium's just before summer. Oh. Um, and they've yep. really... Struggled. Really copped it. Yeah. yeah so <clears throat> a lot of them have... Um, completely browned and, and lost their leaves. Yes. Um, are they a write-off or are they no. something that will come no, back? No, no, they will most definitely come back, David. There Perfect. is no problem okay. there. Now, is there um, something you would do to yep, um, definitely. assist them in that process? Yep. yep. First of all, I would prune them. So it doesn't right, matter what okay. size they are. I want you to take a third off. A third, okay. Yep. Then, um, so you improve the soil, no doubt. Yeah, okay. All right. So after two weeks after you've pruned them, I want you to drench them, give them a dose of seaweed solution Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, fertilise them. Okay. They they will come back beautifully over the winter period, David. And they'll have a much yeah they'll have a much bigger root system by next summer. So you'll find that they'll cope a lot better with our charming forty two degree heat. Good on you, David. Let's head out to York now and say good morning to Fred. Hi, Fred. Hi, Fred. Oh, Fred. Yeah, I was bringing up about uh, lawns around York. I've got uh, this other stuff in Sawalda Green, but it's not going too well. Okay. Kaikui, that's that's green all year round, isn't it? It is. It is indeed, Fred. And there's a new Kaikui, it's called Village Green. Village Um, Green. Yeah, and it's a kike um, and tough as. So. In what way? What do you mean? uh, Well, it's. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all those tolerances. Um, just like all kaikuyu, it's just um, not as invasive as the old kike. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a shallow root system. Then. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yep. Right, yeah. So I, I, I reckon that would work well, Fred. Yeah, well, uh, I was looking up uh, Eureka kaikuyu. That looks like. Oh, yeah, good. that's right. There's a Eureka yeah. one. That will work as well. Yep, yeah. definitely. And that's green all year round. Yes, it like is. That, and that is a Eureka premium. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yep, that's that's the go for you there, Fred. Well, thanks very much for your time. No worries. Thanks, Fred. Thanks for giving us a call. Um, I've got a bunch of texts here, so oh, we'll go through a few through. more of those. Mm. Um, I've oh, this is just information from Double R. I have planted three poinsettias from Chris, for Christmas decorations in sun, all surviving well. Yeah. Please tell Eileen. There you Eileen, go, Eileen. That's it. And if they're not in the sun, you won't get the red bracts. Ah. Okay. Um, my ornamental cherry tree got white spots. This is caused by some roots issue. No, more like a fungal issue. Okay. Uh, any or, tips? Or or could be um, scale. Bit oh, hard yeah. to, without a picture. Yeah. The silly system doesn't want to play games with pictures. Um, Jan says, please help. A friend mm-hmm. has had artificial lawn installed. Now, before I go any further, I'm going to say... Go onto the Brutes and Shoots podcast, download last week's edition and have a listen to the conversation about artificial lawn. We also Mm. had um, someone who's done a PhD on lawn. Um, So there's plenty of information about artificial lawn. But, Sab, um, there are... Friends are about to cut a hole in the lawn, the artificial mm-hmm. lawn, and mm-hmm. plant a feature tree, mm-hmm. such as a small eucalypt grass tree or crepe myrtle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
will this work? Why wouldn't it work? What does it do to the soil around there okay. by doing that? Um, so it basically is going to sterilise the soil, the artificial turf. You'd need to you'd need to cut out a bloody great big hole. Mm. In fact, so big that you remove all the artificial <laughs> turf. But that's just that's a good win, isn't it, for yourself? <laughs> um, okay, so you would need a, a large area. What happens with artificial turf is you get the reflected heat coming off it. So in you know the conversation we had last week, we know now that artificial turf in full sun can increase the temperature by as much as 30, 30 degrees. degrees. That was amazing. That's, so I would not be putting a crepe myrtle in there. Yep. It will sizzle. So a grass tree you can put in a balga or you could put in um, a, a eucalyptus tree, but I'd steer clear of the of the Lagostromia. There you go, Jan. You can share that with your friends that you're obviously concerned about. A Carmen in East Vic Park, can we plant daffodil bulbs yeah, now? absolutely, Carmen. I saw all the bulbs out um, in um, various nurseries. They're big, big. I've got bulbs coming up in the garden that I don't even remember I planted. So it'll be exciting to find out what, <laughs> what they, they are. are. <laughs> yeah, shocker. Uh, Chris from Hillary's. Good morning, Rowan Sabrina. Why does my frangipani have perfectly green leaves on one side but has a branch with yellowish leaves? Has been the case throughout summer. Ah, the, the, the root system somewhere down below ground, the root system that supplies nutrients to one part of the tree, it's, it's something's either attacking it or it's got a, a bacterial disease. So go and get yourself a bucket of soil microbes Put that all around your frangipani tree, water it in well and then um, and then put fertiliser over the top of that and the microbes will help get the nutrients to the root system, fight the bacteria and there'll be a big party afterwards. <laughs> it's half past nine. Let's do this right on time today. It is that time again. It is. Sabrina's musical pick of the week. Pick of the week. I know you're going to dig this. Here we go now. Heading to Sydney. Sydney? Sydney. Group of three lads, two brothers and their mate. (laughs) (laughs) And they they do kind of electronic dance music, Mm -hmm. but more... Well, it's an interesting fusion of all sorts of different things, pseudo-African, hip-hop. We've heard that our our listeners like your variety. Yeah, they do. They do. So they can get down and boogie to this little number. This is is Chameleon by PNAU. There we go. What do you think? Send us a text, 0437922720. It's a banger, Sab, but the name is Pinau. Pinau, sorry. Pinau. You know, I tried to Google why they called themselves that and didn't get too far. So, um, Andrew's indifferent. Oh, okay. We like, we don't mind indifference. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm sure more will roll through. We'll, we'll talk about Sam those. Sam from Jero, he'll he'll ring up, won't he? He'll oh, text Sam me. from Jero, definitely. Yeah, as yeah. soon as as soon as we get the verdict, we'll yep. share that with you. Yep. Um, before we jump back into our callers, though, of which there are plenty, so thank you for your patience. Mm. Um, Sab, one hot topic this mm. week, and it will continue to be, mm. is the cost of living. Yeah. Um, 
fresh produce in particular, yeah. we're really seeing yeah. um, huge price increases and trying to eat well and healthily yeah. is going to hit the hip pocket pretty hard. Absolutely. What can we do in the garden? What If we were veggie gardens yep. or where's our bang for buck? Yeah, so that's the thing. You don't want to be putting in veggies that you get, you can't even feed two people, let alone a family of five. So you really got to look at the veggies that are going to give you that bang for your buck. And at this time of the year, we're pretty spoilt for choice. So potatoes Mm -hmm. and onions. Now, potatoes, you can grow up in cages and you layer them as they grow up. So you only need a very small space for potatoes. And as they, so you put compost and good soil that you put your seed potatoes in. And then as the leaves come through, you layer it with hay or straw and a bit more compost and fertiliser. So you can build them up to, you know, 400 high in just get some chicken wire and you can do it that way. So you don't need a lot of space. Onions you can put in at this time of the year and onions you can plant quite close together. Carrots are still pretty cheap, but it's the leafy greens. So still put in tomatoes, people. We've got plenty of time for tomatoes. They do really well in pots if you don't have room. So do things like silver beet. Mm. Broccoli, broccolini, rainbow chard, all the herbs. So if you're living on mints and potatoes, then you can flavour all that up with herbs and all herbs grow really well in pots or in the ground, and they, but they need full sun. Don't forget, all your veggies need full sun, including potatoes yep. and onions. Okay. So get the leafy greens in, get your herbs in. Um, you can have spring onions at this time of the year. You can still put in capsicums. Capsicums are And you really can do all expensive. this now, Sab? All of this now. Yep. And all those things can be grown in pots. You can put in peas. And you can put in beans. Okay. So those are the plants that you actually get a lot of produce off and they keep producing for you over a period of time. Broccolini sparked my interest. How, yeah. how do you do it? Okay, so broccolini there's, um, it is very fast. So from the time you plant a seedling in, you will be eating the broccolini five weeks later. Really? Yeah, five to six wow. weeks later. Um, you can even put disgusting kale in. You'd have to disguise it heavily in any child's dish mm. so they didn't yep. know it was or, in there. Yep. Or make your green smoothies <laughs> if you're really inclined. If you're that way inclined. inclined what would a pack of seeds cost? Oh, so if you want to grow from seed, you will – if you're a – look, if you're not a very experienced gardener, buy seedlings. Okay. Uh, and then you're two weeks ahead of the game already. So if you're going to grow from seed, you need seed-raising trays, seed-raising mix with a little lid over the top. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit more complex. It's a lot more economical. But to be able to plant from seed to seedling, you've got about two weeks, two to three weeks. So if you want to get stuff in now, I recommend seedlings. And in a pot because you're – your, you know, you can water it every day. You will have to water your veggies every day, people. Mm. That's unless it rains, of course. Um, and you need to fertilize them, liquid fertilize them, get a good quality fertilizer and uh, a bit of manure. Okay. So you Love can to- grow a lot. 
Yeah, I'd love to hear from any of you who are doing that, particularly those who've made the choice to do it in recent weeks because mm. of um, the cost of living. Feel free to share your stories with us. You can give us a call, 1300 222 720. You can also send through a text, 0437922720. Um, how big a pot do you need for your veggies, Sab? Okay, so you'd need a 30-litre pot. Okay. So I'm thinking about giving this a go. Yeah. Oh, oh, row. Oh, my Lord. But this whole watering every day thing may be <laughs> where I fell down. But I'm, I'm going to think it's gonna about rain, it. It's going to rain, Ro. It's going to rain. Um, Sabrina, our snake beans are still giving so much produce. Fantastic. Snake beans, great hot climate crop. Um, they probably go off a bit in Perth. Um, but snake beans, yeah, like all beans, you know, you can get the bush beans and you get heaps of beans off them. Yeah. Mm. Um, great song, Sab. Good ah. dance track. That's from Tracy. Um, hi, ladies. Great running or workout song, Sab. That's from Misty. Thank you, Misty. Absolute banger. There's that word again. Love that song. And Penal, great choice, Sab. That's from Gabby in Treeby. Um, yep, they still still haven't heard from Ripper. Sam and Jero, oh, which is come a little on, bit Sam. concerning. Maybe he's away. But Well, possibly. Away from his radio, though. Oh. He'll he probably ring in on he'll text in on Tuesday and apologise. Yeah, as he should. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to your calls now, 1300 720. Greg, thanks for your patience. Good morning. Oh, Good morning. Morning, Greg. Yes, I've got a problem. Uh, I need something, a way of putting a fence up. Yeah. My neighbour, in her wisdom, decided to tear down the fence between us because had a couple of uh, weather weatherboard or weather uh, timber. Yeah. And um, now we can't. She can't decide what she wants to stack up there. Right. And finding her excuse and all not to come to the party. Yeah. But I'm looking for something. Uh, and the problem is that there's a big, great big gum tree there, which is beautiful eucalyptus. Yeah. But it's got a great, of course, uh, anybody comes out to put the fence in. Yes. Says that there'll be a great ball there. Great. Yeah, root uh, mass. Root, yeah. Root mass. Yeah. And it'll be difficult to put, put the uh, supports in to hold the, the fence. This is this this will be a, a colour bond fence. Yeah. But if there's anything, a fence that you, that would go get bypass that situation. Yep. And, uh, and do you know with the colour bond anyway, Greg, they can actually cut they cut a piece out so it goes over that root yes. system. Yeah. So that's not a good enough excuse because that's very doable. Yeah. Um, you can also get the metal palings rather than wooden palings. You can have wood that goes horizontally so you leave the gap where the where the thingy is. You can also have brushwood fencing, mm. which works very well. Or you can have, well, I suppose if you've got dogs or some, you need something better than dog wire. But um, all those things can actually work around a root system. You just got to make sure that the supporting posts are far enough down. And you've got Drills that you can drill through anyway. So that's I can't see that that's going to be a problem. Shouldn't be a deal breaker. I don't think so. Mm. No. Thanks for giving us a call, Greg. Um, Joe said to keep up the gardening, give the music a rest. Oh, Joe, I'm not a fan. Oh, ouch! Oh. Come on, Joe. We Straight have to, to the have, heart. Oh, we have to have a drinks break. <laughs> 
<laughs> we do indeed. Jan um, writes, hi, Sabrina, why is celery so, so expensive? Five ninety nine at my local fruit market. Oh. Jeez, that's expensive. Wowzers. Okay, <laughs> so now celery, it takes a fair while to grow and they have to – as soon as celery gets water deprived, it bolts to seed. Doesn't celery doesn't like really hot weather, so I think we've got a lull from the big heat wave. A lot of the celery just died. Um, yeah. So I'd say that's got. So if for a replacement for celery, and I know kids love to eat it, especially mm. if it's got peanut butter on uh-huh. it. Um, cream cheese. Yes, cream cheese. <laughs> um, just use carrots. Carrots are still mm. reasonably priced. Yep. All right. And you can um, get celery salt, row. Really? Yeah. Celery salt, I use it in soup all the time, huh. especially if celery is bloody $6 a <laughs> yeah, stalk. That'll do. My goodness. Um, wicking beds are fantastic. No need to water every day. Seedlings That's true. in holiday for a week. That's true. <laughs> that, that sounds is very like mine. True. I need to explore that <laughs> option, I think. Um, let's go to Veronica, who's in Mount Masura. I hope I've said that right. Good morning, Veronica. Oh, good morning, Sam. How, yeah, how are you? Good. Um, I'll go back to those potatoes, please. Yes. Um, the chooks, mine were well, a good six inches above the ground. Yeah. Went away for a week and the chooks have <gasps> mowed everything right down to the <laughs> dirt. I, I could have roast chicken. I Off know, with their heads. And I just have to go and buy eggs. Yeah, buy, so, buy yeah. your own potatoes. Yeah, eggs aren't cheap, so you might need to keep <laughs> yeah, the chooks. No, dearer than the chooks. You know what, Veronica, they'll come back. They'll reshoot. They will come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been watching yeah. them, yeah. Yep, they will definitely reshoot. I've had exactly oh, the same good. thing happen. <laughs> but I didn't. So I just I, leave them? I didn't eat the chooks. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, just, just leave them. Just leave them. Oh, yep. beautiful. That's yep. good. They'll, yeah. oh, they'll the come chook, back. Chook survives as well. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a winner in this scenario. You just have to be a little bit more patient. Um, let's go to Tony now. He's in Australind. Hi, Tony. Yeah, good morning, Sav. Morning, Tony. Um, I've got this peppermint hedge. I don't know whether it's a, you know, whatever variety it is. Yeah. It's about a metre, a metre and a half tall. Yeah. And I want to trim that back by about a quarter. Yep. And I've also, in front of that, I've got a golden diosma head. Yeah. Which is not quite as tall, which I want to trim that back. They're getting a bit over the thing. So what time of the year is the best to do that? Now. Right now, Tony. Right, right. Even though it would be showing wood. Yeah, well, it will be showing wood because the peppermint, that's a gonus flexuosa nana. Um, So... uh, God, you can take those back by 50%, so there is only just sticks. Yeah, and um, the golden diosma, that n- take the same treatment? No, you can only take a third off the diosma. Diosma are right live fast, die young as well, Tony. So after about seven, eight years, they start dying off. Oh, I've um, already done that. So oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might, you might need to replace those, Tony. Oh, anyway, do you know what? I'd give them a hard prune. If they die, they die. If they survive, yep. you've done well. Right, eh? Good on you, mate. <laughs> okay, Thank you. no worries. Thanks very much, Tony. Um, Hydrangeas have suffered over summer, have lightly Mm. pruned before a heavier prune in June. What else can I do for my plant babies to help them grow well? Oh, I know. It's mine got hammered as well. Um, Just uh, don't 
don't fertilise them at the moment, but in about two weeks' time you can fertilise them. Spray them with a fungicide because they're, they're going to be in the running for powdery mildew and you can liquid fertilise them, foliar, foliar liquid fertiliser. Very good. Rockets grow so well. Rocket grows so well from seeds. I just cut the leaves. They keep growing. Very yummy in salad. Yep. A lot of kids don't like rocket, but yeah, and can become a a weed. A bit of pizza. Yeah, a bit of pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Drown out the goodness. Some olives and cheese. Greasy carbs. Um, Joe writes, good morning, ladies. Is it possible to put potatoes in in a bath, in a bath garden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And can I plant a top crop in the same spot? Oh, no. No. Well... Once you've harvested your potatoes, you can, but you can't. You can't do that. Um, no, sorry. What does that mean? Okay, so <laughs> I love your honesty. Uh, okay, so where you've got the soil and you put your potatoes in, yep. because it takes a while for the potatoes to shoot. Yep. So she wants to know if she could put in. Something you could put in rocket top. maybe, but they don't like root competition. So, and you've got to wait for the leaves to come through where you do that layering, mm-hmm. building it up. So you can't have another crop on top. Okay. You I knew what a crop top was, crop but I didn't top. know what a top crop was. Yeah, so. very clever. There we go. Always very educating clever. me, Sabby. Ah, uh, well, you know, I'll get some sport into me at some <laughs> point in time. You will. You will. Um, Mark is in Wembley. Hello, Mark. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Sabrina. Good morning. Um, I, was, I was just wondering what you think about in-ground composting. Great stuff. So I love I've, them. Big I've, fan. So I've made a tube yeah. and drilled all holes in the side and yeah. it's got a lid. Yeah. And so we put our kitchen green scraps in yep. there. Yep. And so as that organic matter breaks down, is that good for the soil? It is beautiful for the soil, Mark. Absolutely okay. beautiful. Okay. Do we need to do anything else or no. add anything to it? I would go and get yourself a bucket of soil microbes because mm-hmm. in those microbes have fungi and bacteria and they help break it down a lot faster. So you only okay. need a teaspoonful. So every time you put stuff in there, if you just put a little little teaspoon of microbes in, um, but it works really well, Mark. Okay, we've put it sort of near the base of the tree to sort of give this tree a bit of uh, you know, uh, food. Perfect. And, uh, yeah, so that's what we're doing. Yep, you're doing a damn good thing, Mark. Okay, great. Thank you, Dave. Nice to talk to you. <laughs> you too. Bye for now. Good on you, Mark. Um, just following on from the call earlier about animal manures. Yes. Can you tell with animal manure, animal manures Mures. sold in nurseries whether the animals have been wormed or feedlot? Should no. I be giving... Garden bed sprinkling of cow manure and compost now. Yeah, definitely do that. Yep. Um, but you, you've got no idea and you don't know where the manure comes from either. So mm. there's – look, most animals that are farmed uh, are wormed and they have all sorts of other parasites that, that um, growers have to control. So um, – but – you know, the good thing about – I wouldn't be too concerned because if you've got biologically alive soil, mm-hmm. so if there's heaps of nematodes and protozoa and you've got fungi and bacteria, it, all that works on breaking the soil down and all of those other amendments that go in there. So, you know, I wouldn't be too concerned. Okay. 
What do you know about growing veggies in Broome? Uh, oh, a lot. Okay, well, Tony wants to have a chat to you. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. Good morning, Tony. Hooly dooly, you're in the best season ever up there for whacking veggies oh. in. You reckon? Yep. I have grown up in the – yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, so wait until – what we're nearly at the end of March, yeah? Wait until April, Tony. I know it's still hot yeah. and it's humid, but – um, if you put you, – are you going to grow from seed or seedlings? Uh, usually seedlings. Okay. Either, I don't mind. Yeah. Okay. So good time for all your leafy greens, mate. Whack those in. Put your broccolini or broccoli in. Put in Ooh, cabbage. Really? Yeah. Put no, in cabbage. No. Put in I tomatoes. I haven't got any chooks to eat the cabbage. Oh, fair, it's good for, hey, Tony. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, put in uh, spring onions. You can still put in snake beans, uh, rainbow chard, silver beet. Um, good. Yeah, all that. All oh, that. right. Oh, that's good. I, I listen, this to, can, uh, my wife wants, has got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, we've only just moved up here recently, but the, we've got um, a heap of... Um, what do you call them, spider lilies. Oh, beautiful. Well, yeah, when we got here, they were very overgrown and dead and we yeah. cut them right back to the ground. Yeah. And they, they flourished and they flowered beautifully, but the flowers are all finished. Would you cut them right back down again now? Uh, no, I wouldn't do that more than once a year. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wouldn't oh. I wouldn't be too harsh on them because you'll end oh. up getting something in the bulb like a fungal disease in the bulb, Tony. Oh dear, yeah. so just cut off the flowers. Yeah, yep, just cut the flowers off. But once a year you can do that and you definitely just cut them down to ground level. Yeah, no they they came back beautifully. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no. absolutely. All right, and Tony? Thanks Tony, thanks for giving us a call. Let's go to Barbara now. Good morning, Barbara. Good morning. Morning, Barbara. How can we help? Hello. Have you got a photo in front of you? Yes, of your, of your palm, yes. Well, there's about six of those popped up in my back garden. Yes. Um, growing fairly quickly. Yes. What should I do with uh, them? Take uh, them out. Take them out. That's what I thought you might say. Well, the reason I say that, Barbara, is that um, they are... The Washingtonia palm is just a fierce, prickly, nasty. I mean, after a while, they're they're beautiful. You know, after about fifty years, <laughs> um, but they're oh, they're dangerous. They're really dangerous, and they drop fruit all the time. And you'll just have to pull them out constantly if you don't get rid of those okay. that are there now. Okay. Well, I'd better mm. get the spade out this yeah. today. Sorry, sorry, Barbara. Okay. At least okay. it's cooler. Thank you for taking my call. <laughs> no you. worries. No problem at all, Barbara. Thanks for ringing us. Uh, Steve has given us a call in Kendon up. Hey, Steve. Hello. Hello, Steve. Uh, Sabrina, it's Steve and Margaret from Malloy Island. Ah. You may not remember me. I do remember you, Steve. I do. And yeah. how's how's Malloy looking? Is it still oh, beautiful? Well, I'm shifted back to Kendon up oh, and loving you? it so much. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Fantastic. So what Two. can we do for you? Two little questions. Yes. Uh, can you get a uh, grapevine that is oh, sort of a, a hedge? What's happened? Um, people have 
moved in next door to us yeah. and I'd like just like to have a little um, hedge sort of thing. Yeah. And I was thinking about a grapevine. Yeah, you can, Steve. Is there anything quick growing and yeah. there? Um, look, grapes, when you go to Greece, they grow grapes literally on the ground in sort of a basket, like they're no more than 30 centimetres high. So you can prune, you can train your grape to be whatever size and shape you want. All right. So, what about snotty gobbles in the block itself? Will they grow down here? They will. They will. Because they're beautiful on the island. I know, and there's so many snotty gobbles at Malloy. They are stunning. Yep. Um, so you'd have to get hold of the snotty gobbles first, which is probably the hardest bit. Um, and then, of course, they're semi-parasitic, so they need a little little host plant near them. Good luck with that one, Steve. Four minutes away from the news at 10 o'clock. Let's get through a couple more callers. Sharon in Swanview, good morning. Yes, good morning, ladies. I'll be quick too. Okay. Um, I, Sabrina, I've, I've grown some oleanders. I'm sorry, I've got some dwarf oleanders out the front, which are lovely. Yeah. And I've man- managed to grow some seeds from the pods, which probably awesome. isn't that. But, but I've never heard of anybody growing them before. I've never heard any questions about them. No. So. They're going quite well. Um, are they going to go into a standard, like, bigger one? or no, will no. They follow they'll, follow, they'll follow suit, Sharon. They'll be oh, dwarf pretty. as well. Yep. Oh, yep. Oh, and I, I'm a big fan of dwarf oleanders. I think they're lovely and they're tough as old boots. Hmm. Thank you, Sharon. Uh, Gore, uh, Greg now. Hello, Greg. Hello. Hi, hi Greg. Hi, Sabrina. Hi. Um, we've got a, a problem with a brown moss. It's growing on rocks and tree stumps, but it's in the lawn. It's even overpowering the kaikuyu. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, the kaikuyu can't compete with it. It's a, Obviously, it's a brown fungus. It's yeah. a brown moss. Yes. It, now, there is something that kills that, Greg. So mm. you spray it on it, and mm. it's called slasher. I can tell you that because it's the only oh, one of okay. its kind. And you spray okay. it on it, it burns it and kills it. Okay, that's a new herbicide, isn't it? Well, no, it's a weed killer. It's not a herbicide. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So it's fairly recent, fairly yes, new. Yes, it is. It is, yes. Yep. Okay, all yep. right. I know where to get that. Excellent. That's all you Thanks. need to do. Thanks, Sabrina. No Thanks. worries, Greg. Good on you, Greg. We've got just a couple of minutes left on the program, but a heap of text, so we'll just fire through as many as we can, Sab. Yep. Um, how much can I safely cut back my echiums, if at all, which are now quite skeletal after our hills summer? They were glorious last spring. They're first flowering. Thanks yep. from Reg. And the thing is they'll self-seed everywhere, so you can take 50% off your echium. Okay, 50%. There we go. Can jacarandas survive permanently in a pot? Trisha in Willerton would like to know. Nope. Okay. Um. <laughs> the red system's too big, but it's okay for the first probably 10 years max. Okay. Sab and Roe, where do I source these seed potatoes you speak of? I know you will ah. think of me as spoiled, but mum only fed me seed. Oh, that's so lovely. <laughs> um, okay, so hardware stores have them and all the nurseries have got them at the moment because this is prime potato time. Okay. Oh, I like that. Um, when is the best time to transplant a boab tree? It's approximately 30 centimetres in Perth's northern suburbs. That's from Phil in Parmelia. Well, you could transplant it from a pot to a pot. I would not put it in the ground 
30 cent. You want your Boab to be in a pot, you want it to be at least a metre and a half, two metres, and you plant it out mid-summer. You're um, turning these answers into poetry with all your rhyming at the moment, Sat. Um, I've heard that burying dead bread is good to help microbes develop in the soil. Is that right from Katrina and Glen Forest? Yes, because of the yeast and the sugars that are in the bread. Well, you learn something new every day. Uh, Rose, stick with me, really. <laughs> You'll forget about sport. Uh, You'll just become a gardener. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it. Thank you, Sab. This is an ABC podcast.